Hey everyone, this is a LifeBridge Vision Partners podcast. I will be recording one of these to go along with each Vision Partner meeting. And uh, it's a little bit of a vision update. There'll be a little bit more detail here probably than, than what we do at the meeting. So it's great um, additional information potentially. If you were at the meeting and you just kind of want to give it a listen, it's also um, obviously very good information if you missed the meeting uh, to get caught, caught up. So I'm going to talk through tonight's meeting. I'm actually recording this before the September 14th meeting and just kind of going to go through what we're talking about at the meeting. So what we'll be doing tonight is is a few things. We'll be talking about our basically our ministry plan for the year, just kind of the nuts and bolts, the high level, what what's going on um, over the next 12 months for our church. We really have a kind of a school year calendar. So we're getting started with new things right now. So it's a very exciting time for people who like new things and, and that's people like me generally and uh, but we also don't have a ton of change this year um, there's not a lot of big change happening either so if you're one of those people that's kind of changed out um, no worries not a ton not a ton to be concerned about <laughs> right now for you guys either so that's that's good news um, but yeah so the first thing we're going to do tonight is as we we kind of did an overview last week on um, seven pillars of a healthy discipleship culture. And those come from the emo- Emotionally Healthy Discipleship um, book and that framework from Pete Scazzaro. And so we're, what we're going to do is that each of our um, of our first seven meetings, we have eight meetings this year, but each of the first seven, we're going to be going through one of those topics in a little bit more detail. So, so um, at the meeting, we're grouping up in ministry teams and discussing. And so I'm going to read the questions here, and I'll talk through them just a little bit. So tonight, the four questions that we're discussing is, um, are tied to pillar number one, which is be before you do. So be before you do is, is simply the idea that who we are in relationship to God, just in terms of who we are, that's our being, is more important than what we do for God. And So um, the first question is, what does it mean to be? Be what? Um, is, is That's the first question. And so again, it's just... Um, relating to God um, in terms of who we are. So when we talk about being, it's about who we are. It has a lot to do with our identity. It also has a lot to do with presence, of actual time spent with the Lord, um, and building an actual relationship with God. That's something that we hear talked about a lot, but we really do believe in it. We believe that we can actually relate to God. We can get a sense of God's will for our life. We can better understand over time how God feels about us, and we believe that God is, um, we believe that we're made in God's image. So uh, while we're not certainly not exactly like God, and that's obvious, um, we can find a lot of God's characteristics in ourselves. And one of those is genuine love and affection that he has for, for his children. So as a child of God, um, understanding for me that God really does just love, love me and loves to spend time with me when I actually take time and say, I just want to be in your presence, God, so that whether that's on Sunday mornings in times of worship and whether it's on, on my own, but that being, being in God's presence, being with God, being more important than what we do for God. The second question is, what does before mean here? Is it about literal time or something else? So we're going to talk about the idea of the, the idea that the, the statement is be before you do. So does that mean that when we become Christians, um, the first thing we need to do is be before we do. Does it mean every day we need to start with being before we do? Um, and I think really the the bigger the bigger takeaway for me 
at least, is that we simply need to, the building block, the primary building block of our relationship with God needs to be about being. So it's not really a time relationship. It's not a literal time relationship as much as it is about what's the foundation, what comes first. Um, If you think of them as stacked things versus on a timeline, what's at the bottom? What is the foundation? And I would want the foundation to be who I am in relationship to God in my being with God. Um, And then on top of that, built on top of that foundation would be what I do for God. The third one is, um, should there be a balance between being and doing? Um, some of the feedback we got when we when we did kind of an overview on these was that I think people people a few people said that we need to really balance these things of being and doing, and I think the concern there is that nothing will get done right if we if we're only focused on being that nothing will get done. Um, but at the same time, I, I think we also would want to be thinking outside the box that that being and doing are things that you can only do one at a time. We don't believe that they're mutually exclusive things. Again, thinking through that idea of of our doing being built on top of our being. So that doesn't mean doesn't mean we can't be and do at the same time, but what it does mean is that our being needs to come first in terms of priority, in terms of importance, um, more so than in terms of of the amount of time that we spend with each one. And then lastly is um, the fourth one is is there an important distinction to be made between be before you do and be instead of do? Does it add any clarity to the principle? So again, kind of what I just talked about the idea that. It's, it's not be instead of do. We don't choose one or the other. It's how do, we, how, do we, how do we ground our doing in our being? How do we, how do we build our doing on top of our being as the, as the foundation? So we're going to spend some time discussing this idea in groups. I want to encourage you guys, whether you came to the meeting or not, I would love, love, love to sit down and talk with you about this more. So if this is something you want to connect over coffee, um, if there's a lot of people who are interested, maybe I'll just kind of invite people over to my house and we can spend some time with it. But even if it's just one person, I would love to sit down and talk with you more about this idea. If this idea of be before you do sparked something in you, some curiosity to grow or to understand it better or anything at all, I would love to talk with you more about being before you do. So after our conversation there, our discipleship conversation about being before you do, I'm going to give some updates at the meeting. We're going to be talking just kind of some team updates and so I'm going to go through those now as well for anyone who missed the meeting. Um, first thing I'm, I'm going to talk about just briefly is the reality that we've um, we've seen a handful of people decide to step away from LifeBridge over the last um, 14, 16 months or so, a number of them. Uh, we're vision partners as well. And we just want to say quickly that if you have questions or concerns about this, about you know anybody who's, who's decided to move on, um, we can chat with you about that and you're, we want you to feel welcome to reach out, meet with us and express your concerns or ask your questions. We have no, um, we have no desire to commiserate about people who have decided to, to move on. Um, that said, there's, there's really not much about it that needs to be kept private. Um, we haven't asked anyone to leave, kicked anyone out. Um, it's been difficult at times for sure, but it's, it's all been pretty straightforward, low drama stuff, you know, simple disagreements, things of that nature. And we don't want to be unnecessarily tight-lipped or hush-hush about it. We don't want people to feel like it's something you can't bring up with us. Um, we're happy to have conversations about it if that's what's needed. We don't want to have a leadership culture that's very, again, tight-lipped or hush-hush. That's not our desire and that's not the culture we want to have. Um, and there also might be people who maybe have some assumptions about what did or didn't happen um, that aren't correct and a conversation might be 
helpful or clarifying there. Um, so again, sincerely, if you do have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. We would love to chat with you about it. Um, again, we're not going to gossip about anybody. We're not going to commiserate about people and just kind of be miserable together. But um, there's plenty There's plenty of uh, questions that people might have that we can simply just answer and be, and be straightforward about. And, and we, um, we have no reason, again, to be tight-lipped about things that, that aren't really secrets. So if you have questions, please let us know. We're also um, welcoming uh, a new couple to Vision Partnership tonight. We're very excited about that. That's Jim and Dawn McCormick, and they've been attending for a while, and um, we're just very excited to have them on board. So if you do see them um, or if you want to drop them a note or something to say welcome, we're very excited to have Jim and Dawn on board as well. We're also talking about our vision, going in a little bit more detail of what we've been talking about on, on Sunday mornings. So our vision for this year is all in, all together. I've talked about it in, in church on Sundays the last three weeks. If you've missed any of that, you can go back. I actually preached on belonging together two weeks ago, preached on uh, growing together um, like nine days ago, whatever that was. And I talked about serving together at the beginning of service this past Sunday, and that's where we rolled out um, Sunday Serve and talked about, our sorry, Serve Sunday and, and Serve Sunday, which we're doing on October 10th. And so that's kind of a new thing. If it's new to you, um, the basic idea is, yeah, we're going to take a service and we're going to go out and serve in the community instead of having a traditional church service like we normally do. And uh, so, yeah, so you can go back and get more context on each of those. But the three big pillars for this year are belonging together, shifting towards the culture of unprogrammed belonging. We've learned over time that most of the best um, discipleship that's happened has been unprogrammed. And we really want to try to try to shift more and more towards a culture of unprogrammed belonging this year. Growing together, number two, focusing on better improving um, through our conference week content and engagement, just in the in p- and people understanding that we are here to grow. The relationships we built here are supposed to be built on a shared desire to grow in our wisdom, in our understanding, and in our relationship with God. And lastly, serving together. That's, a, that's something we need to sort of rediscover. That's a muscle that we need to start working out again. It used to be a very big part of our church and it's still a part of our heart, but it's been difficult the last few years for obvious reasons. We are going to go all in on um, serving together by by basically saying, hey, this is what it means to, to come to church this Sunday. You're going to serve our community. We're going to do that together. So we've got a variety of projects happening on October 10th. We'll be talking about that more in church as we get closer to the 10th. We also are going to um, talk a little bit tonight about the fact that our circle groups, um, we're actually taking a step back from circles this year. Um, we need to regroup a little bit there. Um, we still really highly value small group ministry and we want that to be a big building block of our church moving forward. But this year is a little bit of a regroup time as we, as we, um, really seek God's will for what's next for that, for that area of ministry. Um, at the vision partner level, we'll be talking about, um, sort of what's going to be happening at, at the meetings that this, the podcast is all about is we're going to be doing a discipleship, um, topic every week related to those healthy discipleship culture pillars. We'll also be meeting in ministry teams every every time we meet. So I think I said every week, but it's actually it's twice per campaign. It's once every six weeks, essentially, that we actually meet. Ministry teams, we are adding a ministry team this year. We're moving from five to six. More precisely, we are splitting our discipleship team into two teams, a connection team and a prayer team. We're, we're not having a circle team um, for reasons I just mentioned, and we're adding a conference team to focus on on adding quality to and, and engagement to our conference weeks. So we're plus one um, in a sort of roundabout way there. 
but very excited about how those are breaking out. And um, if you if you miss the meeting, make sure to check in with your ministry team leader and to say, hey, what did I miss? Is there anything I can help with in, in these coming weeks? Um, we're also doing goal setting with each ministry team this year to try to really cement what, what each team is trying to accomplish. Um, as we're, we want to kind of turn a corner as we've, we started to familiarize, we understand and we're, we're building more relationships with the people on our team, but now we can start to turn the corner in terms of what we're actually uh, trying to accomplish together. Um, we talked about our kids co-op. Our kids co-op has been something we've talked about the last few weeks in church, but our kids co-op, if you don't know anything about it is basically the idea that moving forward, the norm for our kids ministry is going to be that if you put kids in, you serve in some capacity, not every week not necessarily directly with kids, but everybody serves. We want people to take ownership, really, again, tying into this all serving together, all in, all together idea. Uh, it's a reasonable expectation that if you put your kids in for kids ministry, you serve in some capacity. This is also helping us get back to two services, which is huge. Um, and we're going to have uh, far fewer family services this year. We're going to try to focus in on those a little bit and make them better as well, but we will have fewer of them. And the kids co-op is a big part of that. Um, what all of this means, what everything I've already shared means is we're, we're really focusing in on a few things. And so outside of, outside of our surf Sundays and our conferences, um, our calendar is going to be virtually bare. I talked a little bit about um, wanting to deprogram our sense of belonging. And we've had a lot of different connect events and things over the years. And, and really, as we, as we spent some time, you know, we were able to step away from some of that stuff. Um, during COVID, and I think that was one of the opportunities we had was to kind of relook at a lot of what we were doing. I think one of the things we discovered was that most of our most of our effective discipleship in terms of getting people connected, bringing people along, helping people build a sense of belonging at church, didn't come from any of the stuff that we actually tried to do as a church program. It happened other ways. So we're going to try to make that more the culture that there are a lot of things happening, but it's not church calendar stuff. It's just people being the church body, being the body of Christ, and not needing a program to do that. So that's the culture we're really going to invest into this year. And what that means is that our, our calendar is going to be very bare. Um, it also means that we're going to be doing what, what I'm calling the one big announcement plan. So what that basically means is at any given time, we're going to be talking about either the upcoming Serve Sunday or the upcoming conference. Those are two things we want to do really well this year. And so those are what we're going to be announcing in church. They're, they're spaced out. They're, they're uh, you know, about five weeks apart-ish, um, between five and seven weeks apart. So we'll always be talking about whichever one of those is next. It's either a, a serve Sunday or a conference, and those are the things we're going to talk about. We'll consistently talk about those things. Um, we're going to try to avoid adding smaller announcements on Sunday mornings because it can, it just it gets confusing for people, and we want to continue to just announce the big things, keep them the big things. Um, and so that's the one big announcement plan. So the very bare calendar um, doesn't mean we're going to be doing less in terms of getting people discipled and connected and all those things. We want to do those things in an unprogrammed way. I'm going to update you guys on our buildings a little bit as well. We're beginning to explore um, multi-purpose uses of our buildings. Um, uh, going along with this, with this much less on the calendar approach, is the is the reality that our buildings are going to be empty besides Sunday mornings. They're going to be empty quite a bit of the time. And so we're going to begin looking at what it, what it might look like to to earn some income on them, or or um, find opportunities to serve the community, get people into them that might that might provide ministry opportunities. We're just we're just beginning to explore there. We're not we're not financially desperate. That's not where this is coming from. But um, 
but yeah, so that's an exploration that we're beginning. We will keep you in the loop meeting to meeting if there's any progress regarding regarding the use of our building. Uh, staffing, this is, this is sort of a big one, but it's also, it's nothing yet. It's just a conversation, but we want to put it on your radar because we want to keep you in the loop. And uh, if you have questions, concerns, anything like that, we want to hear from you. So the third one, or the, the, the staffing thing we want to talk about is we are going to start exploring this year the possibility of hiring a third pastor. We are looking specifically at trying to find some, somebody with, with skill sets that are a little bit different than what John and I have, probably someone older. That's probably one of the main things we want is somebody older than us. Um, but, but yeah, somebody who can, who can come alongside us and, uh, and support the mission and provide leadership and provide another pastoral voice um, with a little bit of a different perspective is really what we're looking for. And so we're going to start that process. Um, and uh, we will, again, of course, keep you in the loop on that as we move, as we move through it. If you have questions about any of this stuff, again, please reach out. If you weren't at the meeting, there'll be a chance to ask questions at the meeting. But if you're not at the meeting, I'm happy to meet. I'm happy to meet with you about any of this stuff. Chat through it. Answer your questions. You can also email whatever whatever's easiest for you. Um, so we're going to cover that stuff. And then we're going to go into our ministry team meetings. And again, each ministry team is going to have goals that are set and, and things to work through. If, you, if you're listening to this and you missed, I would, again, encourage you to reach out to your ministry team lead and... Uh, and if you have questions, even if you're even in a spot where you're like, okay, we, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure if I'm, I don't know what ministry team I'm a part of. No one should be in that boat. But if you are, again, just please reach out uh, with whatever questions you have. I'm happy to chat with you about it. Um, I'm so excited for this year, guys. I'm really excited about um, this vision, this plan, where we're at. And and I I was talking to John just, just earlier today, but I really do feel like we see, we see growth in God showing us things and teaching us things. And we see some of that coming through in what we're doing this year. Again, I've talked about some of that in church over the last few weeks. So if you're wondering, if you're feeling a little in the dark, um, you can you can go on YouTube and watch those sermons or you can listen on the podcast to the audio of those sermons and that might add some context too if you feel like you're missing some context on some of these things. Um, but that's it for now. Thank you so much um, for listening to this if you did. And uh, and uh, we love you guys, and we'll talk with you soon.